video recordings of this podcast can be found on RaisingEquity.org and Raising Equity on YouTube. Hey folks, welcome to Raising Equity. I'm Dr. Kira Banks, and on today's Diversity Download, I want to urge you, don't let your privilege paralyze you. I'm seeing, as I'm working with organizations, folks who are in positions of power in terms of their identity, so a dominant identity. You might not like feel powerful or feel dominant, but an identity that gets to shape the norms, the values, the way things are within an organization and society, right? So for example, uh, I work at a Jesuit institution. The dominant identity there is being Jesuit, being Catholic, being Christian. And it's not that they want to exclude others, but that's, that's the identity that shapes the norms, the values, the holidays, the calendar, right? And so if they want to be intentionally inclusive, they have to acknowledge how they take up space and be intentional about creating space for other faith traditions. So I just give that as an example, because sometimes when people hear dominant identity, they think, well, I'm not dominant. I'm nice to everyone. It's not about being nice. It's about your identity being able to create the rules and set the way things are. So what's important, once you're willing to acknowledge the different ways in your identity that you have privilege, that your identity is dominant. So for me, being cisgendered, being heterosexual, having been raised Christian, those are ways in which my identities get to take up space and be dominant. Don't be paralyzed. Don't get in this feeling of like, oh, I should be ashamed by that and I need to hide from that. I need to deny it because then it becomes about you and not about making a space more fair and just and equitable and inclusive. And what I've seen recently is folks who are in positions of power feeling like, okay, I realize it, I, I'm seeing this, and so I have to be inclusive, which is a good thing, but then they get paralyzed in terms of how to do that. And I think it comes from a couple different places. I've heard people talk about they fear being seen as, in terms of race, a white savior. Like, I'm going to just jump in and, and say I can save the day as a white person? No, I don't want to get caught doing that. Or just in general, I've heard folks from different identities talk about, well, I don't want to do the wrong thing because I don't want to get canceled. And so their response is to just freeze. But that doesn't help. <laughs> when you're a member of a dominant group and, and a dominant identity, I really want you to, if you are serious about making a space more just and fair and equitable and inclusive, you've got to work through those feelings. And so I'm not saying you can't feel hesitant or nervous or scared or guilty or any of that, but don't stay stuck there. Don't let it paralyze you. You need to think about using your power. You've probably power and privilege. You've probably heard me say leverage your privilege because I actually think we can learn from the places we have privilege, recognize how we have it and leverage that to give other folks access and opportunity. So a quick example, I was working with an organization and there was a person in position of a power who had a, a several dominant identities and they were saying, well, we need to be, we need to talk to folks and, and be inclusive about this decision-making. Now, in theory, that's great. But what ended up happening is they abdicated responsibility and they deferred to other folks to make the decision. And what ended up happening is the folks that they deferred to were frustrated because they felt like, well, wait, you're the one who's getting paid to make the decision, but you're making us make it. You're deferring to us. Because they did it in a way that they were they were not collaborative. They really just were deferential and abdicated their responsibility because they were paralyzed. 
they were paralyzed and didn't know what to do, and but they knew that they needed to to think about the perspectives of others. So they said, okay, let's let's be inclusive. But they really weren't inclusive because they weren't a part of it. They just kind of threw the decision making onto a group of folks who really didn't have the power to to make that decision and make that choice. And so rather than leaving them feel leaving them feeling like, oh, they consulted with me, they heard my opinion and took it into consideration, they felt like you're making me do do your job, right? And so this is really about like the quality of the relationship as you recognize that you might have power and privilege in in the landscape of your identities and seek to be someone who's in a position of power that is collaborative, that is inclusive, that can take feedback. You want to make sure that you you really do also keep yourself in the decision-making process and not simply put put the decision-making onto other folks and keep the power, right? You really do want to think about being truly collaborative and you being a part of the process as well. So I want to just say, I think it's important for you to think about how you take feedback um, and model being open to making mistakes, right? So it might feel like you're paralyzed and scared, but keep moving and maybe even voice. I realize that I, I want our decision-making to be more collaborative and that I need to work to hear what people's perspectives are. I still want to take responsibility and be accountable for the positional power that I have. And so you can model taking feedback, asking for it, being non-defensive. You can model making a mistake and saying, you know what, I thought this might've been the way to go, or I didn't leave enough time in this process to be inclusive. Let's, let's recalibrate. That's much better than simply abdicating responsibility or just being stuck in and not wanting to even have a conversation because you're paralyzed by what you've what you become aware of in terms of a dynamic in an organization. So you got to figure out a way to model that feedback and the decision making so that you truly can leverage your privilege and not just stay stuck and paralyzed. That's a thought that came to me as I was working with a client today. Thought I would share it quickly. Hope it resonates with someone as you navigate what it means to be aware, more self-aware of yourself, but then also aware of the positional power that you have in an organization as a leader. You want to be a leader that not only has the personal awareness, but also the institutional and structural awareness that you have to be a part of the decision-making process, but also model it being a truly inclusive process. I hope you look for me on the socials. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Kira Banks, on Twitter, Kira Banks. Thanks for joining me on Raising Equity. Equity.